Hi everyone, my name is Carrie and this is your Daily Nerd Devo. Loki is back and I could not be more excited. If the season premiere is still on your watch list queue, you will want to hold off on today's Devo. The rest of you good to go? Excellent. The Loki season premiere wasted no time getting us right back into the story where we left off at the end of season one. Loki is being chased through the TVA by Mobius and Hunter B-15, neither of whom appears to recognize him. After leaping off the balcony to escape their clutches, he lands in a delivery van that crashes into another TVA building. He bumps into Casey, who also doesn't recognize him. All of a sudden, Loki seems to glitch, and then he's back in the TVA with a version of Casey that does recognize him. When he sees the old evidence of his crash, he realizes that he must previously been in a past version of the TVA. Except time doesn't work like that in the TVA, right? When Mobius witnesses Loki glitch, he's a little taken aback. He describes it as horrible, looking like Loki is being born or dying or both at the same time. Loki insists that it's not that painful, that he could handle it, but it certainly looks like it would be painful. And then we meet Ouroboros, or OB as Mobius calls him, who is just perfect and identifies Loki's glitch as time slipping. As they are getting ready to fix the problem, Loki slips again, but this time into the future, getting a glimpse of what may lie ahead for our variant friends. Now the process for fixing Loki's time slipping problem seems complex. Mobius having to use the temporal aura extractor at the temporal loom to pull Loki from the time stream and risk losing his skin, while Loki has to violently rip himself from every thread of time and space. Yikes. But at the end of the day, I feel like it was easier for Loki to fix his time slipping problem than it is for me to fix mine. Because I definitely have a time slipping problem. I spend more of my time than I would care to admit revisiting the past or exploring the future than I do in the present. And my time slipping problem is painful. It's rarely positive moments from my past that I revisit. And my exploration of the future is usually an anxiety producing prediction of the worst case scenario rather than pie in the sky daydreaming. At the end of the day, God doesn't want us to do either. There's no sense in reliving the past, so God tells us in Isaiah 43:18 to forget the former things, to not dwell on the past. Paul similarly tells us in Philippians 3:13-14 that one thing he was doing was forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, pressing on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called him heavenward. But similarly, dwelling on the future is not desirable either. In James 4, 13-14, James says, Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. There is simply no way for us to know what will happen in life. So Jesus himself tells us in Matthew 6, 34, Not to be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. It's okay to remember the past, and it's okay to think about and plan for the future. But if you find yourself time slipping, call out to God and ask him to pull you from the thread of time and space and ground you in the present. Leave the past in the past where it belongs and leave the future in his hands where it belongs. That's all the time we have for today. If you want to hear more, please hit the subscribe button and join our Facebook group, The Nerd of God Squad. I'm Carrie for your Daily Nerd Devo. And until next time, remember, don't feed the gremlins after midnight.